Now, back to Eye on Travel. Peter Greenberg here back with you as Eye on Travel continues from the Hotel Clio right here in Denver. And of course, you can always reach me. You know the drill. Email me to peter at petergreenberg.com with your name, phone number, question or problem. We'll solve it right here on the air. Here's one from Marcy, and it's a little complicated, but I'll read it. My husband and I booked an Avalon cruise from May 31st to June 8th of this coming year, 2024, with an additional night in Amsterdam, and we'd fly home to Chicago on the 9th of June. Our reservation was for an active and discovery cruise on the Rhine and Basel and Amsterdam, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Airfare has now gotten to be unaffordable for us. The war in Ukraine, uh, intense spinal surgery, which has made it difficult to be active, this will not change. We are on a very tight fixed income, and the $500 down payment is non-refundable. The travel insurance, which we did not purchase, would have cost us more than $500 anyway. We don't have $500 to just throw away. We are at this point very uncomfortable taking this trip, and in addition, the airfare has not come down sufficiently to afford it. Is there any way to get Avalon to make an exception to their rule and refund us our money, or must we forfeit it? Any help you can give us would be appreciated. Well, Marcy, I'm not going to play the role of the cruise line here, but I'm going to play the role as your trusted advisor and tell you there's a reason why they have travel insurance. That's number one. Uh, To be able to give you trip interruption and cancellation insurance in the event of something like this happening. But you didn't buy it. You're very lucky that they only wanted a $500 deposit to begin with. I'm sure this cruise is a multiple of that in terms of two, two people in a cabin. So here's your situation. If you feel that you physically can't go, then you shouldn't go. Uh, If it's about the war in Ukraine, that's another issue which we can discuss. It shouldn't have any impact on your cruise at all based on the itinerary that you sent me. Uh, As far as airfares are concerned, why didn't you buy uh, the airfare when you bought the cruise or buy it through the cruise line? Uh, Or you could buy the airfare to another destination, not necessarily to, to Amsterdam or or leaving from anywhere else on, on the river, but maybe travel to a secondary city by plane and then take the train to, the, to, to meet the ship. Those are other options to keep the fares down. But going back to your principal and core issue here, a non-refundable deposit is clearly noted by the cruise line. And to their credit, they didn't ask for a non-refundable deposit of $3,000. They asked for one of 500 which seems to be reasonable. Uh, At this point, I know you're not going to like this, but either take the cruise, find a decent airfare to go. By the way, I promise you, you'll enjoy yourself. Or write off that $500, and next time, whenever you want to take a trip that has a sizable investment, buy the insurance. That's what it's there for. Of course, as I always tell everybody, don't just buy it online or don't buy it through through Avalon Cruise, buy it through a travel agent and a third party because that travel agent can then walk you through the hieroglyphics of the policy language to make sure there are no age exclusions that hurt you or pre-existing medical conditions that hurt you or even destination uh, exclusions that might hurt you. That's what you have to think about, okay? So bottom line, right now, if you don't take the cruise, I don't really think Avalon's going to make an exception here because... You had all these other options which you chose not to use. But let me know what happens. And if you do take the cruise, be sure to let me know what happens because I want to make sure you have a good time. All right, so there's that one. All right, now there's another one. And here's one from Wendy who says, My son and two friends are traveling to Paris and Corsica this summer to visit their friend. 
They are planning on leaving out of LAX in June or July before the Olympics. Do you have any recommendations on flights and accommodations, blah, blah, blah? Okay. Wendy, anybody who goes to Paris either right before or during the Olympics is asking for trouble in terms of price sticker shock. So if they really still want to go to Paris, don't have them fly from L.A. to Paris. Have them fly from L.A. to London and then take the train, the Eurostar. And that can get them not only to Paris, but further east, as even get them closer to Corsica. They can even buy a URL pass before they leave the U.S. and do all their traveling by train. Uh, and that way, they can come back from a place in Europe, not London. Remember, there's that, that dreaded tax that they do for anybody leaving a U.K. airport that can set you back a couple hundred dollars. So, But going to London, there's no tax, at least not that tax. So have them get a cheap flight to London, then take the train to get them not to just to Paris, but to, to, throughout Europe, and that'll get them closer to Corsica, and then they come back from another uh, international destination in Europe back to L.A. That, that's my guidance on that. But again, you also ask for accommodations advice. Accommodations in Paris, right now, an apartment that might rent for $300 a night in June, July, and August is going for $1,000 a night and more. So be careful of that, too. I hope that's helpful. Again, Paris is going to be very, very expensive this summer, and there's no two ways around it unless you don't want to stay there. That's my idea for the train. When we come back, Denver now is a Michelin star restaurant city. And we'll be talking to that chef when we return from the Hotel Clio right after this. Your flight might be late, but we're on time. Ion Travel will be right back. With reporting from around the world, it's time for Eye on Travel with America's number one frontline travel news journalist, Peter Greenberg. And now, the man who travels over 400,000 miles each year, Peter Greenberg. Peter Greenberg here back with you as Eye on Travel continues for this first weekend of February 2024. If you're just joining us, let me tell you where we're broadcasting from. Get out those maps, boys and girls. 39 degrees, 44 minutes north. 104 degrees, 59 minutes west. One of our regular favorite destinations, Denver, Colorado, and the Hotel Clio. Relatively brand new hotel. Used to be the JW Marriott, but they really spiffed it up in the best neighborhood I can find in Denver, Cherry Creek. I shouldn't say that. One of the best neighborhoods, but I still love it. Of course, you can always reach me. You know the drill. Email me, peter at petergreenberg.com with your name, phone number, question or problem. We will solve it right here on the air. Uh, you know, there's a, it's interesting that happened, oh gosh, between 2020 and now, so over the last four years, there's a reasonably good chance many of you have been solicited with offers for major bonus miles or points if you just signed up for another credit card. Every major bank's in the game, whether they're directly affiliated with an airline program or not, or they're a points card or a cashback card, they're still offering these major mileage bonuses companion passes, you name it, up to 100,000 airline miles if you just sign up for one of their new credit cards. So I got to warn you, as attractive as those offers may sound, I want you to keep in mind that while they will keep their promise of sending you those bonus miles or points for signing up, you're getting a credit card that charges an average minimum of 24% interest. And some of those cards can go as high as 
on unpaid balances. Now, consider this, and this is a little scary. Only 54% of Americans pay their credit cards in full every month. And everybody else is on revolving credit at those interest rates, and they can never catch up. In fact, right now, unsecured credit card debt in this country is $1.4 trillion. That's all unsecured credit, and people just, they can't get ahead of it, right? Now, if you don't pay your bill every month, then consider this. The real cost of those miles, assuming the airlines actually let you redeem them, that's an entire other subject we'll devote more time to, could easily wipe out the real value of the miles or the frequent flyer ticket that you eventually earn. Now, one caveat here. If you can pay your credit card balance in full every month and continue to do so, then you should go ahead and consider those mileage offers and the bonus points and everything else. But if not, it doesn't take long to do the math to realize you're going to get behind and you won't be able to catch up. So the idea of a free ticket just got evaporated. So I want you to know that because if you don't, you have a problem. Okay, now, one other thing I want to talk about before we go to your emails, and that's this. It may surprise you to know that airlines are now updating their airfares about 250,000 times a day. That's not a typo. It's true, 250,000 times a day. And it's a system driven, not surprisingly, by algorithms that project demand year over year, set prices, but then have to adjust to movements in supply and demand. Sometimes they adjust quickly, sometimes they don't. But this also applies to hotel rates. So here's what I want you to think about. Anytime you book something online and then pay for it, you need to set some price alerts. Now, a lot of websites like Expedia, uh, Google, and Kayak uh, have the tools you need. They, they actually have the price tracking ability uh, that give you those tools to monitor those fluctuations and then to act on them, meaning you'll get alerts if the fares or room rates uh, drop, and if they drop significantly, it may allow you to possibly rebook your flights at a much lower fare or a much lower room rate at the hotels. Now, if you're running a car, there's a new site out there called Slash. It does about the same thing. It tracks the reservation rates uh, daily on rental cars and then monitors them and, and alerts you. So something you really need to know. Now let's go to some emails. Here's one from Steve who says, our oldest daughter is thinking of taking a trip to Columbia, and we were wondering how safe you think it would be to travel there. Well, I go to Colombia all the time. Uh, the old days of Pablo Escobar are over. Uh, even Medellin is a remarkably safe and fun city now. So whether you're going there or you're going to Bogota or you're going to any of the other cities, you'll be in good shape. Uh, and uh, they have completely transformed their hotel offerings. Uh, but one, one thing you didn't tell me is, is your daughter going alone or with a group or with a significant other? That will determine some of the places that she might want to reconsider going to in Colombia, but it shouldn't have her reconsider going to Colombia as a whole. So get back to me, let me know that, and I'll get you some more specific information. But in general, no problemo going to Colombia as long as you pack enough common sense. And that applies to Colombia or Calcutta or Cincinnati. All right, here's one uh, that says... Uh, Oh, here, I got one for you. Here's one. I have duplicate tickets. This is from Lynn. For a church trip from Chicago to India, scheduled to leave soon. I have called the travel agent 
American Airlines and British Airways, everyone says only someone else can help. Wait a second. Lynn, you want to get a refund on the duplicate ticket I get, but if you call the travel agent, that would make me believe that you booked it through a travel agent. That's what the travel agent is for, to go through that, separate the duplicate bookings, make sure you maintain the the one reservation, and you get a full refund on the other. So American Airlines and British Airways will probably tell you that it has to go back to the person who booked the trip, which I'm presuming is the travel agent. That's what you need to do, okay? Remember, in this case, the travel agent is not just your agent, but the agent of the airline. So if you can follow that up, you'll be in good shape. It's, it's always a problem in two areas. One, who booked the original reservation? And two, who was the originating airline, no matter who booked it? See what I'm saying? And that applies, by the way, to baggage claims, right? If I check in on a flight on American and it changes in New York to a British Airways flight to London and I get to London and the bags aren't there, the person who needs to help me is American Airlines. They were the originating carrier. Now, American will tell you it's got to be British. Uh Uh-uh, it's got to be American. And conversely, if you start your flight in London on British Airways and connected American to go back to L.A. and your bags aren't there when you get there, guess who has responsibility there? It's British. Uh, Now, there are some airlines that won't even accept uh, connecting bags, but that's another issue. But in this case, the same thing applies to purchasing a ticket. It's the original purchaser of the ticket who, who handled the transaction, meaning you and the travel agent. They represented the airline. They took your credit card. They processed, I'm assuming, both duplicate reservations, which means, what were they thinking? Weren't they on top of this? Now, if it wasn't the travel agent, then my question is to you, Lynn, why did you call the travel agent? They had nothing to do with it. So I guess, again, if the travel agent booked this ticket and then did the duplicate ticket, they're the ones who need to help you, and I hope they will. Stick around, everybody, because when we come back, we're going to be joined by our pal Gary Leff, the founder of ViewFromTheWing.com. He always has funny stories, and I guarantee you, without a doubt, (laughs) this week, he will not disappoint. Uh, Again, Gary Leff from ViewFromTheWing.com. That's required reading for me. I hope it is for you. And we'll be back from the Hotel Clio in Denver with more of Ion Travel right after this. Your flight might be late, but we're on time. Ion Travel will be right back. <laughs> 